Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. Let's increase your financial IQ with today's episode, which is going to cover net worth statements. Uh, This is a really important topic. One of the most important things I discuss with clients, and I want to kind of cover my thoughts with you today. So first off, net worth statement in the business world is the same as a balance sheet. Businesses keep a balance sheet, which is a listing of assets and liabilities. It's one of the formal uh, foundational documents that businesses have. On the personal side, it's usually called a net worth statement, although they're basically the same thing, just a different term. So what I suggest you do, what we recommend to our clients, what I do personally is keep track of my net worth by having a document that lists all of my assets line by line, how much is in the bank, how much is in a 401k, uh, real estate, my home might be worth X, uh, list line by line all of the assets and total that column for a total sum of the assets. Next, you'll do the same thing with debts if you have any. Credit cards, uh, student loans, mortgage, car debt, all of that, and have a list line by line itemized of all of your debts. Then what we're going to do is take the sum total of the assets and subtract out the sum total of the debts, and that gives you your net worth. That means if you sold everything you owned, and paid off all that you owed, how much money would be left over. Now, this is important. We're going to talk about some of the reasons I think it is very valuable. You're not going to sell everything and pay off all your debts, but keeping track of your net worth is important because you can see how you're winning with money, how you are becoming wealthy over time. Now, there's a few ways that you could do the net worth statements. The old school way would be through a pad and paper. Just get out a piece of paper, write down all the assets, write down all the debts, go through the exercise. The uh, That's fine. Uh, the trouble with that is we want you to do the net worth statement with some frequency. Uh, I think that you might want to do it monthly. I do it quarterly. That works really, really well for me. But I think at the very least, you want to do it once a year. But the time frequency, it's, it's sort of up to you. I probably wouldn't do monthly. I think quarterly is really good. And annual would be the least frequent way I would do it. So with the pad and paper, that means then you have to kind of recreate it every time. Could be messy. Another way to do it is through an Excel spreadsheet. Um, That's primarily how I do it. I have a spreadsheet set up and it lists all of the assets. Uh, I've become debt free. So it's a little easier now than it used to be because I do not have to keep track of any debts. And so it's a simple formula. I list up my assets and my assets equals my net worth. I don't have any debt. Uh, Not everybody is in that position. I have not always been in that position. The thing about it is once you set it up in the spreadsheet, how often do you really add debts or sell or add assets? Not a lot, not a lot, which means mostly when I do my 
net worth statement when I update it on a quarterly basis, it doesn't really take me much time. I'm not really adding many lines to the spreadsheet. I'm mostly just updating values. So at this point, it probably takes me less than 10 minutes to update it on a quarterly basis. Uh, so I think the spreadsheet is an excellent choice. I believe it's superior to doing it pad and paper. Pad and paper though is better than nothing. Uh, the other way you can do it is through software. And I have a online version of my net worth statement too. There is various software platforms where your net worth statement is created leveraging technology where the software will download your assets and your debts. It'll pull from your 401k company, pull from your mortgage company and populate most of your net worth statement for you on an automated basis. That works really, really well too, because you're leveraging technology. In fact, here at Elliott Wealth Management Services, we have a platform, our financial planning platform, we call the Elliott Wealth Success Planner. And in the planner, uh, part of the software platform is a mechanism to have your network statements populated and linked to all those various accounts, credit cards, mortgages, 401k, IRAs, bank accounts, all that good stuff. There usually is a certain amount of manual inputs you need to do. For example, the value of your home uh, is something that you have to either pick a number or put into the system after looking at something like Zillow, which is how I value the real estate I own. I look at the Zestimate on Zillow and I use that number for the value. Works pretty well, nice and simple. Now I'm such a geek. I am such a geek that as a quarter begins to come to a close, I get really excited because I so look forward to doing my net worth statement. Now, not everybody will be as much of a geek and as enthusiastic as I am about doing the net worth statements, but I feel it is so valuable in my personal financial plan that I literally look forward to sitting down and doing my net worth statements. Uh, one of the benefits of this, and we're going to talk about several, is that it is a simple illustration of your financial status. It kind of cuts out all of the noise, all of the distractions, and gives you a simple illustration of where you stand financially. And when you string together a number of net worth statements, you update it every quarter or every year, you could see how things are progressing, how things are unfolding. Is your net worth going up? That's good. Is your net worth going down? That's probably not good. Although sometimes that happens because life is not always kind to us. I'm reminded of a quote by the popular former NFL coach, Bill Parcells. And the quote is, you are what your record says you are. And I think this is part of the importance of keeping the net worth statements is if you think you're handling money well, if you think that you're winning with money, if you think you're getting ahead, it will show on the net worth statement because that final number, your net worth should be increasing with regularity. So you are what your record says you are is a quote from Bill, which was about football, but I think it's applicable here as well. 
Let me say that sometimes when you do your network statement, you may come up with a negative number. Classically, this would be uh, young individuals that might have student loan debt or maybe had taken out a big mortgage to get into their first home, not had a chance to add many assets on that side of the network statement. That's okay. That's okay. The purpose of this is not so much to have you feel awful about where you are, and maybe you do. The question is, how could you make good decisions, better decisions, so that moving forward, that negative number gets smaller and smaller and ultimately becomes a positive number. There are tons of illustrations in the United States of people that started from a bad place financially and improved their fortunes over time by being intentional, working hard, making smart decisions. And this is sort of your score sheet for that. So please, if you are afraid of what your balance sheet or your net worth statement reveals, because it might have some ugliness, maybe even a negative net worth, please, please don't be intimidated. Do it anyway, because you don't want to stay where you are if it's not good. We want you, and here at Elliott Wealth Management, we can help you uh, improve where you are moving forward. I think... I think we could all agree that money is not the most important things in our lives. Our health is more important. Our family, friends, loved ones, more important. With that said though, money is not unimportant either. It has its own importance in our lives and keeping track of how you're doing with money is really, really important. I must have said important like a gazillion times. So um, I'll try and come up with a different adjective, but I think you get the point. The thing about this too, if you could picture what I'm talking about, is you can see how decisions you make impact and flow through your net worth statement. In other words, if you're planning on buying a property and taking on debt, uh, you can see how that would look on your net worth statement because you would have a new asset added to the asset column but you would also have a new debt added to your debt column. And you could help you think through whether this is a decision that is a good one and one that you actually want to make. Similarly, if you're going to take a trip and you don't have the money for it and you're going to have to borrow on your credit card, you can see how that will reduce your net worth statement because you're going to increase your debt and won't have a corresponding asset to help offset the debt. The same with car loans uh, and other forms of debt that you might have. A note about that, I personally don't on my net worth statement put my vehicles. It's a personal decision. I don't think there's any huge harm in putting cars on your net worth statement, especially if you have a debt associated with them. That's okay. I don't and never did put the uh, value of my cars on my asset column. It's kind of the same thing on other items, you know, personal items. Do you want to assign a value for all your personal items that you have in your house? Uh, you might have an art collection. Maybe you have a collector, uh, antique vehicle that's worth money, you know, like a muscle car from the sixties. You know, you have to make a personal decision on what you want to put on there. 
Uh, some things are easy, your 401k, IRAs, bank accounts, mortgage, credit card debt, um, but others might be kind of a personal decision. But back to the, the value of this, I find in the network statement and uh, the people that we work with that utilize the network statement, it is very motivational. When you see that the decisions you're making, the sacrifices you're making, working hard, putting money away, avoiding debt, paying down debt, things like this that are productive wealth building decisions, when you see that show up on your net worth statement, it is very motivational. It is for me to this day, and I've been tracking my net worth statements for a very long time now, and I can go back and see how things have unfolded, how I've become wealthier over time, very fulfilling exercise. Again, as I said before, it's a way for you to track to see if you are winning with money. As we kind of wrap up, let me also say that um, I'm married, as regular listeners know. I, in our relationship, handle most of the money stuff, not because Joelle can't, she's incredibly smart, but it is a divide and conquer kind of thing. And it's something that I focus on. And the message that I want to send to you is I do the network statement and I make a lot of the day-to-day -day decisions in terms of where to invest, invest here, there. Every relationship's different. I'm not saying that that is the only way to go, but I do want to tell you what Joelle and I do every quarter is after I prepare the network statement, we sit down for a few quick minutes, go through the network statement with her. She might have questions and I share with her how we've done. Did we become wealthier over the last quarter? Have we become wealthier over the last year? And then also share with her where we are going to put our money that we're using to build wealth, money that we're not going to spend and consume, money that we're going to save and invest and talk about where that money is going to go. I want to finish contributing to my 401k, put money in a college fund. I want to put money into our emergency fund or a savings account because we have a big expense coming up just kind of share with her kind of my thoughts on what we're going to be doing over the next quarter with money that we have earmarked to increase our wealth. And she obviously has input. She might say, well, keep this in mind, Chris, we have this expense coming up. What about this, that, or the other thing? And we have a quick conversation. At this point, we've been at this a while. These tend to be conversations that are 10 minutes or less. So we get buy-in from one another. Um, even though I'm handling the day-to-day -day stuff, she has buy-in, she's involved in the process, and she certainly, certainly has a vote. This also has an impact. If there was ever a crisis, ever an emergency, I pass away, have something bad happen health-wise, with this one document, with this one spreadsheet, um, she can step in, see where the assets are in other cases, people will have debt. They could see where the debt is and be able to get a handle on things if they needed to step in during a crisis. So many times you see one spouse or one partner not know anything about their finances. And if something bad happens, that person not only is dealing with the bad of a death or a bad health outcome, but they also have to wade in a, a financial situation that they know nothing about. It only adds to the stress of what is going on. This goes a long way to avoid that. So hopefully I outlined, successfully outlined 
what the net worth statement is and why it is so important. Again, using that word again, hopefully you found this to be as valuable as I hoped. I'll be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial podcast very soon. If you would like help with creating or maximizing your net worth statement, trying to build wealth, please check out the Elliott Wealth site, www.elliottwealth.com. Find out more about us and sign up for a complimentary consultation. Also, I always ask, please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, that'd be great. Thanks for listening. Again, I'll be back with you very soon. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of SagePoint Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial.